0: Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. We're honored today to have Kristen Browdy. She's a parent, an attorney at Browdy Law, a past chair of the National Trans Bar Association, a trustee of the $2.5 billion AFTRA retirement system, and a proud member of the woke mob. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Kristen Browdy, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Great. Let me tell you how I came upon you. I I am one of those people who believe in getting information from the masses. That is how we really know how society is doing. So unlike most who want to ban Twitter and ban, uh, ban Facebook and TikTok, all of that, I think what we need to do is learn how to use these as tools and not make them scapegoats for the ills of society. Now, I came across... I guess maybe we think the same because somehow you appeared in my feed and you did a piece. I think it was week 16 of a series that you started that I never heard of that when I saw it made a hell of an impression on me. So I found a way to find you and ask you and you so kindly accepted to be on Politics Done Right. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself first and then we'll go into the videos that I'm talking about.
1: Well, um, I'm an, a lawyer, a parent, I have two kids, uh, they're 19 and 23, um, and I'm obviously an out transgender woman uh, who lives in Miami, Florida now, uh, in the land that we call Des- Um it's, it's, it's an interesting time to be transgender in America. Uh, where I came from, New York, we had achieved great things. Uh, Equality may not be the reality for people, but it's absolutely the law for everyone. Down here, they've moved in exactly the opposite direction. And for what reason? Well, you hear all the scare tactics. You hear the fear that's being peddled from the extreme right, frankly. And I thought, okay, how do we deal with this? Um, Facts matter. I know that that's gone out of fashion since 2016 but facts do matter. And all the propaganda has been transgender people, drag queens, they're grooming children, they're hurting children. So I thought, let's look at who actually is hurting children.
0: Kristen, I I want to pause us here. I want to play that video that actually impressed me and I think will impress most. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side.
2: The numbers are as ugly as they are consistent. Yes, this is week 16 of who's making news for sex crimes involving children. We have 52 new cases and 11 of them, more than 20% involve pastors, priests, and other church officials. Specifically, five new pastors or youth pastors, four Catholic priests, a senior Baptist church official, and a Catholic school teacher, all making news this week for sex crimes involving children. Add to that five police officers, five school teachers or other school officials, six family friends or neighbors, and two family members, and those are our biggest groupings of people involved in reports of sex crimes involving children this week. But we cannot forget one more politician, the 12th in 16 weeks, and yes, another Republican. 10 of the 12 politicians in our reports of sex crimes involving children have been Republicans. Who has not been in our reports? That would be drag queens. In 566 cases over 16 weeks, not a single drag queen. 22% have been church employees, 14% of them pastors, the ones screeching loudest about the drag queens and transgender people. They're the most consistent offenders here, the pastors. Trans folk, again, none this week. And they've represented just three-tenths of 1% of the reports for the 566 cases. There have been two of them. For those who've asked, with the help of a terrific TikTok viewer, we're putting together a web page showing all the links, all the names, and a pie chart. That's in testing right now. We hope to have it up within a week or two.
0: Okay, Kristen, um, that video blew my mind, but it's not that I did.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
0: putting it in the manner in which you put it to show that we are barking up the wrong tree and that most of the people that are really a harm to children aren't the... It's almost like these guys are projecting. Tell us a little bit about why you made that video, etc.
1: Well, it started back in February when one of the people who I know down here in Florida politics said to me, have you seen this statistic? And it was for one week, and there had been 17 arrests for crimes involving sex crimes against children. And of them, 14 were pastors. Fourteen. And one was a pastor's wife. Um I, I, I was frankly blown away by it. We've all heard of the Catholic Church scandals, the Mormon Church scandals, the Southern Baptist scandals. But those were historical scandals, and this was one week in February of this year. And I thought, okay, TikTok is, if anything, a great organizing tool. So I put together a short little TikTok about that. And I was stunned that within a couple of days, it had a million and a half views. That's the difference between Facebook and TikTok. TikTok actually reaches people. Um, Facebook used to, TikTok does. Um, so I got lots of requests. You got to do this every week. You got to do this every week. So I did the next week and it was quickly over 2 million views. Like, okay, there's an interest in this subject. There's a thirst for this knowledge. Caveat. TikTok's algorithm takes you to people who are interested in the subject and tend to be on your side. The question was, how do you reach those who really need to hear this? Those who might be on the fence a little bit and hearing from politicians who, for whatever reason, they trust that transgender people and drag queens are the problem when they're not. So I continued it. And I thought, let's do a full year. Let's see what a year looks like. One report each week. And as we got on into it, people expressed more and more interest in the granular details. So we started tracking it more carefully, starting to make a record of the names and the towns and the states in which this was happening. And now 16 weeks in, we're building a robust database of who the offenders are and what we found is that overwhelmingly, far out of disproportion, far, far disproportionately to their numbers in society? It's people who claim church affiliation as their employment. More than 20% of the offenders in the past 16 weeks that we have tracked have been pastors, youth pastors, priests, Mormon bishops, missionaries, religiously affiliated people, and people employed by churches. Twenty percent. Well, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says there are sixty thousand employed pastors in the United States. If you throw in the volunteers, because not all of them are paid employment, right. you get up to around six hundred thousand. If you look at the number of transgender people in America, the estimates are anywhere from a half of one percent to two percent of the population. Let's use the lower bound. Lower bound. One half percent. That would be over one and a half million. So, of the one and a half million in 16 weeks, we found two accused offenders, no drag queens. As opposed to less than half that, really 40 percent of that number, the religious employed, producing 20 percent. So, where's the problem? Where's the? The answer is really clear. If you look at the statistics. Not transgender people. It's not drag queens. There hasn't been a single one of them. But 20% employed by churches.
0: There you are. You know, that is, that is so amazing. And it, it, that is important work that needs to be highlighted. Because the reality is if you really care about children, if you are concerned about who is actually hurting children, the church more so than trans and having two trends. Uh, I wonder if you figured out if the two trends were pastors. They were not,
1: but um, we've tracked those cases pretty carefully. And it looks like one of them, uh, a transgender man, probably, you know, from, from what little you see is probably guilty. The other one is a daycare worker in Paducah, Kentucky, a trans woman who was accused Of inappropriately uh, touching a child, inappropriately touching a child while changing its diaper. Well, I'm a parent. It's really hard to change a diaper of an infant without touching them in a way that could be considered. It's not to say you couldn't touch them inappropriately.
0: Right, right.
1: But but we're going to have to see about that one. That one's more of an on the fence case. But either way, we reported it. We're not. We're not cherry picking. We're not leaving anybody out. You've got those two out of the 566.
0: And let's be clear here: this is nationwide. You didn't concentrate yeah. on Florida or New York right. or North Carolina or Texas. You you took up all the the all the people that were convicted or or, or accused nationally, and Correct. created the database of the of all of all of the child molesters throughout the country.
1: Now here is the limitation: there are limitations in the data. Number one, we know that. All we see is those that make the news, news reports. We obviously don't see ones that are not reported by local news and the news media, unfortunately, at the local level has been decimated by budget cuts. So it's possible that some cases are not getting to us. Number two, we're limited by Google search algorithms. And they're not always right on time. A small local paper in some small town in Iowa might not get picked up for a week or two.
0: But, you so. know, you know, one other thing, Kristen, is you mm-hmm. also know that the, in, especially in these small towns, et cetera, it will be biased against, uh, you know, if you're seeing 20% evangelicals, uh, mm-hmm. you know that it's likely higher because there's a lot in, in many areas. There are a lot of hiding when the church is involved in doing certain things, when police officers are involved in doing certain things, and when all these people of power are involved in doing. So you know that your data is probably biased against, let's say, certain populations and and favorable to others.
1: Absolutely. It is an article of faith around here that if there were even the slightest hint. of of transgender involvement or drag queen involvement, it would be the lead of the story. Fox News would never stop yapping about it. Um, We'd know about that case instantly. But if it's a church member, if it's a police officer, sometimes those don't get, you know, they get swept under the rug. That's why you have scandals like the Catholic Church where only years later, are you hearing in various archdioceses across the country and around the world that hundreds of holy priests have been involved in thousands of incidents with no criminal charges?
0: Well, let me tell you, uh, uh, first of all, thank you for that work that you're doing. We we can never be more enlightened uh, than being enlightened. So um, it's, it's important what you're doing. Go ahead and give me a closer here. What would you like to tell these audiences uh, going forward?
1: Two things. Number one, we are building a website so people can go through the data themselves. That should be up in a week or two uh, at whoismakingnews.com. We've reserved the name. The site isn't active yet. It will be in a week or two. It's still being built. Number two, when you hear politicians yelling about the danger of transgender people in bathrooms, in locker rooms, in proximity to children, the reality is that transgender people, if you you look at the number of transgender people who have committed crimes involving peeping, touching, anything in locker rooms or bathrooms in the past 50 years, remember, 1.5 million lower bound of transgender people in America. Do You know how many cases there are? Three. Three. In 50 years. If you look at United States Congress people, there are 535 of them at any time. In the past 50 years, how many of them have had that problem? Over 11. So do you want 11 out of 535 or do you want 3 out of 1.5 million? Pick your odds. Who are you actually worried about? And if it's us, I think you're missing something.
0: Well, let, let me tell you why I take, I I, I know I said that's a closer, but I, I, you, you brought something up uh, too often in our society and me being a, a BIPOC realizing how stats are skewed and made to hurt people. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, the racist, the homophobe, the, and the, the anti-trans and all these people, the average pop- person in their population, I really don't. Blame them or hold them too accountable. I hold those accountable who are putting out that data that allows these people to be ill informed, to be misinformed. And in the work that I do, I try to be, I try to be reach, I try to reach, I try to go to the level of the racist, I try to go to the level of the homophobe, I try to go to the level of all these others understanding that it's not them but those who are promoting the false information and i think both you and i and others that are in this work that is what we have to concentrate on not the hate on those who hate us but the hate on those who create those who hate us
1: exactly right exactly couldn't have said it better that's that's exactly right that's why i like pacifica because you won't hear that anywhere
0: else Thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. Kristen Browdy, a parent attorney at Browdy Law and somebody we must all follow.